Queen, mother. Oh, I almost said it. I almost did it. I almost did it, but I'm not going to do it this time. Secrets Pod Show. I love all you beautiful people out there. Episode 12 um, on the docket, if you will. We just got done watching the fucking Game 7 of the World Series. Crazy ending to that. Uh, how fucking anticlimactic was that? My man fucking hit. If he was, a, here's the thing. If he was a little fucking faster, he could have maybe got like an inside the park home run. And that guy that, the guy that fumbled the ball at the wall would have been fucking the Bill Buckner of our, of our generation. Been like, oh shit, he dropped it. But no, that didn't happen. He's white. So anyway, the uh, point that I'm getting at is that uh, I'm having a great time, great night. Um, gonna get this episode in. Uh, gonna be sitting down with a, a friend of mine that I haven't really, um, you know, we haven't really spoke as much as maybe we should have in the past, but whatever. We're gonna fucking break that Berlin Wall down here, and we're gonna get that going. Nonetheless, I have a song in particular that I uh, thought about when I wanted to get this started, and um, yeah, it was the 3rd of September, a day I'll always remember.
Wow, what a fucking game, man. What a fucking game. Yo, Secro Nice, Secro's Pod Show, episode 12. Thank you so much for everyone for riding with me. The last podcast, uh, my last episode I had with Will Wonder was very fucking funny. Uh, I had a really good time sitting with him. I always do. And I really appreciate everyone that listened. We had over 75 plays in a day. And it's not, that's, I mean, I'm, it just keeps getting, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's momentum or whatever, but I'm just really thankful. I don't, you know, I'm just really thankful. Do you need more Guinness? Uh, I'll have one more Guinness. One more Guinness? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Okay, so I wanted to say that because I wanted to set the atmosphere. We're at Maxwell's Bar downtown. Go ahead. What? Hold on, wait a minute. Actually, before you say anything. <laughs> um... Anyway, so, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Please like, share, and, uh, uh, you know, tell your friends about, uh, you know, Seacrow's Pod Show. Um, you can look it up, seacrowspodshow.podbean.com. You're obviously still on the site right now, so. Uh, but if you can share it with your friends, it would be wonderfully appreciated. Um, I want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. Still looking for sponsors, and so uh, we just want to make sure that we're just, uh, you know. Um, with that being said, I have with me right now uh, again a friend of mine that I feel um, is doing a great job of what he's uh, putting put his foot forward to do, and uh, a fellow veteran, um, someone who's uh, definitely taking this his job serious, uh, and someone that I really, um, you know, I, I I have no words to say other than. It's hard for me to like say I'm proud of him, I guess, but like I'm proud of him. Uh, my good friend, uh, Jay fucking Whitaker. Well, damn, I didn't know that was on my fucking was my middle name. Yeah, that, that was, that's been added to my birth certificate. My middle name is Derek, but I'll take fucking because that sounds way better. I like it. Um, thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. Um, that's pretty much our jam that we rolled into. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we're, uh, for those that don't know, we're, we're uh, me and Synchro are birthday twins. We're kind of twinners. Yeah, we're twinners. We're twinners. September 3rd, that's our birthday, so. <laughs> Not the same year. I'm younger. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> uh, but no, Jay, um, with that being said, really quick, uh, and how, you were saying, we were, again, we just got done watching the Game 7 game. You were saying, I'm, I'm hoping for the fucking crying fan shot. Yeah. <laughs> And we just saw them walk out. They had, they had their fucking. All right, there was Kate, there was Kansas City Royals fans dressed together. There was like these cute little twin couple, and they brought their fucking baby. Mind you, it's 9:36 at night, and they're at a fucking sports bar. Fucking love white people. They they they, they do. They, do they make they so they so much. They make so much great alternative choices. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, Props to the San, uh, San Francisco Giants. That's a dynasty right there. I mean, three, three and five years. Yeah, three and five. I uh, hope, there's, there's a car getting turned over tonight. Yeah. I hope that my L.A. Kings and do the same in hockey because if, if they win it this year, that'll be the three and four years actually. So, you know, ain't hopefully. that right? Yeah. Shit, we were just, we were talking about about that off record before we started. Is that um, how what the atmosphere is like as far as like uh, you know sports teams in LA and you were saying that the Kings are kind of dominating the yeah no one gives a shit about Lakers anymore and like I know this is a Utah based podcast I don't you guys, yeah, no, <laughs> but I mean like but 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 it's not even just it's not even just it's not even just uh, LA people are starting to legit give a shit about hockey because of uh, Good point. because of the of the speed of the play 
Um, what's great about it, I mean, you had our last Stanley Cup, which had the LA Kings and the New York Rangers. LA, New York, two biggest media markets. What an amazing, that was so dope when that happened too, because New York had, what, the last time they won was what, 93? Yeah, yeah. 95. Mm -hmm. 94. It was the same. It was the motherfucker. It was the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom line, it was the golden years of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, geez. Okay, so we're tied. We're, that's that's a callback mm. to nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah. No. Anyway, get past all that shit. Thank you for being here. Oh, man, this is this is dope. I'm glad we're here at Maxwell's. Like, I we were like, well, where are we gonna film? You know, record this. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna just shotgun this and quarterback it. So I just. <laughs> I just took, I said, I took us to Maxwell's. Now, normally, for those that are listening, if you come in here on a Friday and Saturday, this place is a shitstorm, and it's wall-to-wall -wall people. But right now, it's it's nice and calm. It's a good place I go through, uh, go to uh, when I want to write. I write the majority of my shit at this bar. And uh, they this all... This podcast is also sponsored by Maxwell's. It's pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So go see them. Uh, they got, on Sunday nights, they got free slices. Uh, you can buy one. Uh, buy a slice, get a slice free. And they got two uh, poker night, they got Tuesdays. And then if you come in at any random time, you might see me being here and I'll buy you a Guinness. There you go. Yeah. Hey, man, get your plugs out. Where, where can people find you? Like, I mean, um, oh, let's see. JayWhitakerComedy.com. That's W H I T T A K E R. Titties. Yeah, TT. And um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Token J. Token like black dude or bus coin. <laughs> J like J A Y. Token J. Like and, Blue J. Yeah, there you go. Well, Token J. Yeah, just a Token J. I don't toke. Black J. Yeah, I don't, I don't toke in that sense. It's not toking, it's token. Black so. Token J. Yeah, no, just at Token J. Oh, just Token J. Just okay, Token J. I, I fucked that. Black Token J. <laughs> oh, no, 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 just Token J. That's right. Or hit me up on Facebook, whatever. Like, just and Geek up. Show, so that's the, and yeah, yeah, the Geek Show. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, check out Geek Show Podcast. You know my shit better than I do. Yeah. Um, check me out on GeekShowPodcast.com. Um, it's a podcast. If you like geek shit, I know if you for all you Marvel fans, if you want to hear what we're about to discuss on what Marvel just rolled out, please tune in to the next episode. So check me out. Um, that's what we do. Perfect, man. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, he, he, uh, you brought up a good point about the song. I, w I, I was... Um, I was like, because there's another one of my friends that I share that same birthday with. I'm like, God damn it. Because I, I don't know, growing up, I was like, fuck, I feel like I have a pretty unique birthday. Yeah. And then when I heard it in the song, when I was like seven years yeah. old, I was like, shit, it's already diminished the birthday yeah. because now it's on a fucking song. So somebody has to, you know, but it wasn't even, he wasn't talking about a birthday. He was talking about his dad. Um, anyway, so, but with that being said, um, there's cool songs about September, though. There are cool Fucking songs. Earth, Wind, and Fire, guys. Do you remember? Yeah. No one knows the words. Yeah, nobody needs when you karaoke you karaoke I swear to God, when, you, when that part is, it just says body, uh, blah, 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 but no, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, what the fuck you been up to, what are you doing, um, how are you, how's life, what the fuck's up? Good, you know, honestly, 
It's good to be back in Salt Lake City. Um, I just I came like off of a three-week vacation slash business tour. Um, I was my family lives uh, my father lives in uh, uh, L.A. where I was originally raised. What's his address? <laughs> Shit, I ain't telling you. I'll just say this: he stays off of Olympia. That's all I can say. He lives he lives in Black Beverly Hills. If you know where that's at, come. Come go to my go to his house. Tell him I sent you and get some ribs. My <laughs> pops is cooking them ribs. Anyway, yes, yeah. and we uh, we have a guest cameo from from Jessica. Jessica. Hi, whoever's on there. Yeah, she's our lovely. Uh, I, I don't like to use the word waitress. Server. So, but I don't like server. That I went through twelve years of slave. She, I watched she, that. that. Oh was, Jesus Christ! Uh, she, I would just say lovely our, lady that brings us food. She is accommodating our occupancy. Hospitable, cordial, articulate, beautiful woman that brings us. Uh, that's helping us out. Yeah, that's helping us out. Because like we're being, because yeah. we're too lazy to get that. up right yeah. now. And then just start using that as my opening mic. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, think so, I think you'll get it. I, yeah. Yeah, so there use we go. that. Yeah, use that. Okay. Yeah. So that's Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. I appreciate You're it. We're good right now. Thank okay, you perfect. very much. Thank you. Anyway, so what's up? Um, I just so got, you just got back? Yes, yeah, got back from LA. Um, also visited my mother who lives in Virginia and got a chance to hop on, I hop on stage in LA and DC, Virginia, Maryland. I, um, I visited my auntie in, in Ohio. So I've been road tripping a lot and just hitting up, you know, hopping on stage at like little underground comedy spots. I saw something in DC with the Bug Hunt. What was it? Uh, the, uh, the Big Hunt. The Big Hunt. Yeah, the, the Big, big hunt. hunt. They have a great I'm room. I'm on there. Duck Hunt. <laughs> No, they have a great room there, and um, like low lights, low ceilings, like making it a, a great intimate spot nice. to do comedy, and everyone's packed in. I mean, uh, how much is how much are the crowds lit? Um, I mean, they're adequately lit. I mean, like it, you don't see them too much, but that when I'm on stage, I don't like you know I focus on the crowd, but at the same time, it's like I want I want people to experience. I'm kind of taking a new direction because right. before I, I used to do a lot of crowd work and now I'm just up there just doing more material because when you go and travel from different cities, you uh, you want to go on stage and just do your material and so so that so you get actual work. Like I, do, I, I, did, the, I did the same jokes that, that do well here in Utah and did them in D.C. I did them in Ohio. I did them in L.A. And so there's nothing better. There's no greater feeling when you're, you know, your material transcends across. And like, so for me, it's like when a dick joke transcends time zones, that's fucking fantastic. For me. And so it, it's a good feeling. And um, next week I leave uh, on Tuesday to head up for the uh, 35th annual. That, the the uh, festival. Se yeah, Seattle International Comedy Competition. Um, when I say thousands apply to get in this, thousands apply. I applied for three years, and this year I finally got in. They only take 32 spots, and I'm really privileged to be a part of it. I Congratulations, just, man! Thank you. And I mean, like, you know, like, it's, hell yeah! Like, I normally I don't like to brag and shit, but this is it's, it's like I don't even want it to sound like I'm bragging. I just, but I'm just happy to be a part of it because. Um, you got you got guys coming across from DC, uh, New York. Uh, we got a lady that's coming in from Tokyo to do stand up. Jesus Christ! Yeah, this is like when we say it's an international comedy festival. This is a big fucking deal. 
And are the scene. Who, are, who's the judges for that? Um, the judges are partially the audience, and then just the judges locally, and the and they they bring in comedy promoters from uh, bookers from across the across the country. So no like big comics, no like Chris Harvey. Not, well, I, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I mean, I mean this is I mean this is my first rodeo, but I'm um, doing it. But uh, what the fuck does the fucking flyer say? The fu- uh, I have no idea. Like I just know I'm on the fucking flyer <laughs> for week for week one. It, it's actually like a four week contest. Holy shit! Yeah, okay, so, so it's kind of a big deal. It's a big fucking deal. So like, I, do you have to add new material each week? Not necessarily, but I do an hour and a half on. I can do an hour and a half on stage. Perfect. And so you know, I'm just gonna go. You know, and the sets that I'll be doing are like five. Five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, I can kind of branch it out, but um, I perform in week one, which will be, you know, 16 people going head-to-head, Jeez. and um, we're doing six venues in November 5th through the 10th, and, like, it's crazy. And Good fucking luck, dude. I appreciate it, and what, what like, I feel like wow. there's, there's legit pressure on me uh, just because, one... And primarily, um, the scene, the comedy scene in Salt Lake City is, is phenomenal. We have such great comedians: Andy Gold, Guy Seidel, Jackson Banks, uh, Paul Sheffield, Steve Solberg, Spencer King, uh, Abby Abby Harrison. I can sit here and name Christian Piper, Marty Archibald, um, Levi Rounds, Christian, Christian uh, Christopher Stevenson, um, Natasha Moyer, fuck Jason Harvey. Like the names go on about who is like just wrecking it and I, I didn't if I forgot your name sorry sorry blame okay. blame the head not the heart but I mean like we have a dope scene a dope comedy scene here and it's like I like to hear that shit and, and we're super supportive of it and so I'm the only guy from Salt Lake City in this competition like so I'm repping it so it's like you know, it's, it's like I got that feeling like I got to put this. I got to put the city on my back. Like, I mean, that, that's the that's the pressure. Is like you want because it's a Seattle-based competition. Now, the, out of those 32, I'd say half of them are from Seattle or surrounding area. Other people are brought in from different cities. They got some people from LA, New York, DC, Tokyo, um, Canada, and so like, you know, you want to rep the city that's behind you, right? And I'm really big about the. Granted, I'm born in LA and Orange County, raised, but I started in Salt Lake City. Right. And I mean, I used to do. I got stationed out here from the Air Force like 10 years ago, and I was doing music. And uh, I used we'll talk to, about that in a second. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But I mean, like the the scene here is so supportive. And like I'm more than happy. I, I don't want to be known as like, yeah, I'm a black comic that I'm originally from LA. No, I'm just like I'm a comic and I'm from Salt Lake. You know, like yeah, and that, and that's how I go on stage. I was that something that I, and I want I, I want to be serious about this fucking question. Was that a dichotomy that you had to kind of deal with? Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it is it is a weird thing. Perfect example. I step on stage in, in DC. They announced me like, all right, coming to the stage. We got some new talent. Give it up for Jay Whitaker from Salt Lake City. And I heard the most confused round of applause in my entire life. Because they were sitting there to listen. Was it audible? Like, he was like, they were just like, like, well, they were just, I guess, uh, they were like, I guess, or, well, they didn't, first of all, I haven't even stepped on the stage yet. So they haven't even seen me. So now that all they hear is Salt Lake City, so they're thinking there's probably gonna be this guy's gonna probably tell good wholesome family jokes. <laughs> and then I step on stage and it's a fucking black dude. 
And the best part was, was there was a person in the audience that said, oh shit, it's a fucking black dude from Utah. And I said, yes, I know. I live in Utah. We'll address that momentarily. Now let me tell you, <laughs> like, let me tell you these dick jokes. <laughs> And so I mean, anybody can do with that, though. But I mean, so it, there's a dichotomy, though, is what I'm saying. Like and that you that you're that you've dealt with, and that you've been like, well, I'm like, I'm, you know, I've lived in Salt Lake just because of my stationing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I, and the reason why I say it like this, ladies and gentlemen, is because when when you're like, when you get stationed somewhere. It's like your new place. Like when I got stationed in Little Rock, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm gonna fucking blend myself in with the culture and become that. And so I, I but I was still from Salt Lake, but I was like, I'm kind of an Arkansas. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, well, now I'm kind of from, not from, but I'm adapting the South's culture. That's, I just wanna clear that up before I uh, uh, continue my question. Anyway. <clears throat> Did you feel that dichotomy as you were like kind of settling into how do I want to get introduced? And... I just tell people like, look, I'm from Salt Lake. Just bring me up. I mean, we'll address the California thing a little bit later. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, um, when I do shows, I've done a few shows in Los Angeles, and um, they all. Um, I went to one of the coolest feelings in the world was. I go to the Laugh Factory, I go to Chocolate Sundays. Chocolate Sundays is more of like an urban show, so you'll see more uh, black comedians, Hispanic comedians. It's more of a, it's more of a, the urban vibe. And for those who don't know what urban means, it's what white people try to say when they're trying to address minorities. That's what it is. And it's like, I walked in and they were like, and what, I was saying what's up to a couple comics that I knew personally, and then some people that didn't know me, they're like, you're that black comic from Utah. Now, I was like, now, kind of like, well, I have a name, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, like I have a name. First off, uh, my name's Jay. Yeah, like, my name's Jay, but, oh, black comic from Utah. But at the same time. Small penis for being black. Exactly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, that's a good thing. You know, it's like, at the same, yeah, at least yeah, I'm yeah. on the fucking radar. I got it, I got it. I got it. And, and so. Who said that? Um, it was a dude named Ken Duke, you know, and, uh, uh, or no, it's Caduce, that's what it's And uh, one of the bookers there. And then another um, another comedian named J-Mac. J-Mac uh, used to open for Mike Epps. Oh. And I had the chance to work with both of them. And that was one of the, when they came through Salt Lake. So, I mean, it. I've had a chance to work with a lot of great people because Wise Guys Comedy Club, shout out to Keith Stubbs, as brings in legit talent. Eddie Griffin, I've, um, I've opened for Patrice O'Neill before he passed. Shut was, the fuck up. I was one of the last people, like, ask, ask fucking Playboy Short, he'll know. Playboy Short was in Get the, the audience. Get the fuck out of here, Patrice is my favorite comedian. He's one of my favorites. Playboy Short was in the fucking audience. And uh, I, w- I was brand new. I was like, I'd maybe doing did comedy for like four months, and they, did you kill or did you bomb? I did okay. I okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. I mean, like at, at this point, like I can't say I did poorly. I mean, you have to ask Playboy Short, but I mean, Short, tell him I did good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, no, I, I felt good about it. I mean, 
Cause, and it was crazy because I'm sitting there in the green room with fucking Patrice. You were in the green room with, with Patrice. I mean, just. I, I hope he was a dickhead to you. He was. Yes, yes. But yes. I love, like, but in a good way. No, like, I know, I know. In a I good, know, like, I, I mean, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill. But rest I mean, like, in peace, of Patrice. O'Neal. I mean, like, we were one of the, Wise Guys was one of was one of his last stops before he passed. Real shit. Like, wow. I mean, I want to say maybe like two months. We're good. Thank you so much. Two months before. Um, he passed, I want to say, and uh, I'm sitting there in the green room, and I'm maybe like four months in on comedy, like four months, and people don't realize, like, if you're four months in, you are fucking, like, new, new, and I'm just like, he looks at me and goes, nigga, you funny? And I'm like, I'm just trying to be, trying to catch up. He's like, well, nigga, this is my show, so you nigga, you best to be funny. And, on, and I'm... And I'm just getting nervous because for those oh who don't my know, God. for those who don't know, Patrice O'Neill is a very imposing. He was a very imposing figure, six four, like and three, like three hundred like fucking yeah, like, like just a big dude, big nigga with a fedora, like with, 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 with a fedora, a, yeah, and like a, like, a uh, like a oh god, there's a big dude, huge guy. Yeah. Look up um elephant in the room. Elephant that was, in the room. That That's was his special. last last special. Yeah, and it was really great. Anyway, and he was just about to blow though. You know what I mean? Like blow away. That's huh? I mean like and with no disrespect to Kevin Hart, but I mean I'm, I'm saying if Patrice if Patrice was still alive, I'm sorry. We'd be watching Patrice right now instead of Kevin Hart. Like, I think he's doing well, he great. He deserved it. He fucking he did. Um, he was one of the main acts on fucking Colin Quinn's fucking. Uh, oh God, the name escapes. You know what I'm know, talking I about? Know what you're uh, what's it called? Come on. Um, Fuck. No, no, no. We're gonna fucking find it right the now. The last. No, no, no. Not the last anything. Uh, we're gonna find it. This is what's happening. We're gonna. Well, he's find most it. popular from opening Opie and Anthony show. Opie and Anthony yeah. show. Yeah, and then the uh, the Black Phillip show. There we go. Yeah. Black Phillip show. He did that too. And for those who watch, used to watch Chappelle's show. He played I'm Buck, Na- it up. Buck okay. Nasty. Oh yeah, but get Buck off Nasty, me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That was hilarious. I've got to look it up right now because I watch it all the time. It's on fucking YouTube. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Let's just find it. I mean, but he's a dude. Hold on. We're going to find no, it. No, I mean, but he was... Oh, yeah. Well, continue with yeah, the, like, uh, he was just uh, a, that interaction in the green room. He was just a cool story. He, he was just a cool storyteller. And, I mean, the best thing about it was... You know, he was a cordial asshole. Like, I mean, like that's the best. Tough way, crowd. You know, tough crowd. Tough crowd. Oh, I love the tall thing. I always get that. Yeah, it was a tough crowd. Tough crowd. Anyway, keep going. Um, but he gave me a lot of advice, and you know, it, it being a comic is not. It's not great. It's not. You know, um, a lot of these, a lot of these comics, they, the ones that go big, the phenoms. Like, I mean, Eddie Murphy. Was killing shit when he was 21. Murdering. Yeah. He, he retired yeah. at 22. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm 31. I'm 31. I started doing comedy in 2011. I was, uh, fuck, 27, 28. So, you know, like, it's it's hard. What was the advice he gave you? Just to don't be an asshole. But, but no. From Patrice? Exactly. Don't be an asshole, but know when to be an asshole. Strategically be an asshole. Um, and then main. Ah. Really nice guy on the inside. Like. Oh no! Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He know. He just. But. And it. 
I mean, and, and this just goes to any artist out there, whether what, whatever no matter the fuck what you're doing. And he was just saying, just hone your craft and take this shit seriously. He's like. I mean, have fun with it, but take it seriously. He's like, because so many people fall off the face of the earth. And, like, you'll see you'll see dudes come. I, I've seen dudes come through Wise Guys. They'll be killing it, and then you never fucking hear from them again. You know, and you got to sacrifice shit. Like, I quit my job. Like, this is what I do. I audition for commercials, audition for TV and, and film and theater. And because I, acting was my first love. But this is just what I do. I mean, the, the money from the military, and because I'm still in the Air National Guard, that helps as well. But I mean, my primary source of income is based off of what I do with comedy. So every morning I wake up, I have to make something. That day has to count. You know, like I'm, I can't just, I can't sit there and fucking watch Netflix and catch up on the blacklist, which by the way, is the shit. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I can't just sit there and watch a Transformers Generation 1, 1985, Season 1, all in one day. That's pretty specific. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Autobots fan. Like, Sideswipe and uh, Sunstreak, those are my, those are my people. Um, shout out to Sun, Sunstreak, uh, Sideswipe, what up? Um, you have to fucking make... This shit happened. I, mean, I, I, I was uh, I was listening to a podcast uh, that Jim Norton had on with when he spoke with uh, Kevin Pollack mm-hmm. um, on Kevin Pollack's chat show. It was a great comedian, by the way, Kevin Pollack. Jesus Christ, he's so good. By the way, Kevin Pollack, if, if for all those who like to do Christopher Walken impress, impressions, stop and listen to Kevin Pollack's, and then you'll just quit. You'll you'll be done. Yeah. Jay Moore, I think, is number two. Anyway, uh, yes. Beside the point. Um, what he was saying is like he's like he when when uh, you know open micers come up to him and, and you know obviously washing his balls or whatever and like ah, da, 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 you know uh, and what I mean by washing his balls like giving him a lot of props and credit and yeah. saying hey da, 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 kind of being overbearing about you know giving him his shit. He asked, well, okay, well, you know, what are you doing with it? And they're like, oh, well, I still got my own job. And he said, that's where I turn off because it's, because if you're going to do yeah. whatever thing that you want to do, then you have to go in all the way. Yeah, you. It, it has to get scary. It has to get scary. I mean, like, um, and I, I know, like, there's a lot of artists out there, like musicians, like everyone that I've talked to that's made it in this industry, Charlie Murphy. I mean, fucking Mike Charlie Epps. Murphy. Yeah, uh, Mike Epps, uh, Anthony Jeselnik, all these guys that are great comedians that I have worked with. They they've all told me you got to get uncomfortable. Once you start getting uncomfortable, once it starts getting a little bit scary, that's when you know you're on the right track. Yep. We do need to, um, a negative. We are going to take a brief break because I need to use the bathroom. Uh, and it's not going to be a break at all because it's going to sound like we just kept on going. Okay, Shit, perfect. motherfuckers. <laughs> oh man, you got me. Put the mask on. Sometimes I like to do podcasts with my friends at bars. And when I do that, I usually get really drunk and out of control and wild and can't control myself. But when I do that, I make sure to always keep on me. Dad and shampoo. Why, you ask? <laughs> well, because sometimes females have dandruff in the nether regions. So that's why I always keep me dandruff for your vagina. DFV is just for women who happen to have dandruff on your vagina. No longer do you need to be ashamed, ridiculed, put down, 
chastised. Look that funny. Because that we have a solution. Hear it. Making you feel better. Glad. We just want to make sure that you have what you have in your body. <laughs> this is Quint the Basco. Dad, for your vagina. Sometimes it works out that way, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, thank God we had that, you know? Just had a quick commercial break. That for 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 dandruff for your vagina. That that uh, that's invented. It's a real product. Yeah. So the head and shoulders is just thighs and labials. That's, right. That's the same. It's the same difference. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You know. I feel like if it uh, if it's really a problem an issue. Um, like I don't need it. Like, <laughs> like all right. Now we're now we're gonna discuss this. Like I hate the fact that this has been brought up. Cause now. I'll just say this. I, I don't need a woman to scorch the earth down there. Oh my God! But, you know, like, I don't mind. I don't want to. Keep it classy. Yeah, just I, keep it classy. Just keep it, you know, I, cause I, hey, I do, and for all, all those ladies, like, well, you, men don't do, guess what? I do the same. I do I'm, the same thing too. I manscape. My fucking, my, my area has a, a fucking high top fade in it. Like, it looks good. It's got a nice low it's got season. The key to, it's got the kid in play. It's lined up and shit. It's like, got the whole lineup. What, did, what does your barber say when he does that for you? Oh, no, I do it myself. I got, oh, okay, I got, a, okay. I got a steady hand. But, okay. But I mean, like, <laughs> but ladies, for, you know, just, I'm not saying it has to be, like, a scorched turf down there. And, but I definitely don't want it in the jungle. And I'll just say this. I don't like hair in my food, okay? Okay. Think, okay, you picking up what I'm laying down? I, yeah, well, just don't put, I don't want, I, when I'm eating your vagina out, I don't want fucking to prick well, out hairs out of my okay, fucking well, teeth, well, right? Well, you, well, I was trying to, I was yeah. trying to be tongue in cheek with it. I, but, I don't give a fuck this my. <laughs> but you're, you're being all, I'm going to eat your, fucking. I'm going to eat your fucking vagina and it better not be ridiculous, all right? I understand sometimes you just can't get to it. Look, I'm not mad at that shit, all right? I yeah. get it. I'm not, I get it. Hey, just be up front with me. Right. So I don't get up front with you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Or down, yeah. fr down front, down fr front, down. So I don't go down on you. Just be up front you, with me. Up front, yeah. So yeah, you don't want, up, you don't want to be down back. Right. That's what you're trying to say. That's down what I'm back. Down back. I don't know. What, what I'm trying to get at is that if you have dandruff, take care of that shit. I don't know how many people have dandruff down there. Uh, if you got dan hey, if you got dandruff down there, and you have some other fucking serious issues that you need to address. <laughs> You need a pamphlet, a hug, and Jesus. <laughs> fucking, that's terrible. Perfect. So when we left off, as we were talking about um, anything but scorched. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but you're, you're, you're uh, you were had uh, about, uh, Patrice O'Neill and one what what was last show that you um, uh, had? Did you host the whole show? Yeah, I hosted okay. the show, but I had to leave early. I couldn't close it out because I had to do the Salt Lake Comedy Festival. And um, so there's that, but I was, and that was the first year of it, so that's the debut. And that was cool is the, um, the, the festival for Salt Lake Comedy Festival that started uh, that year. And I've had the opportunity to grow with that festival. And then we have now the uh, there's the Salt Lake Comedy Festival, and then there's uh, the Salt Lake Comedy Carnival. And those are two big festivals that, that we have to showcase the talent that we have here. There's such a vast amount of talent. A lot of people think that it's just like, oh, Salt Lake Comedy, like it's a bunch of just white guys telling like Brian Regan jokes. No, it's, <laughs> it is 
it is a vast melting pot of, of many Rita cultures. Rudner jokes. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Rudner jokes. Hey, Rita Rudner, hey, Rita Rudner, in her heyday, her Vegas days, and I read her book, I own her book. Perfect. Well, have fun okay. with that, all right? I fucking love me some Rita Rudner. I just like redheads, though. That's what Okay. Well, um, so do I. Paula Pound stuff. Here's the thing. Uh, oh. What I want to get to, <laughs> what, I wanna, what I want to get to is... Uh, why, why, why? So why comedy and not hip hop? And why? And where? I preface that with the first, with this question. So that's the that's the second question. I I preface it that question with why hip hop initially. Um, I started out doing hip hop and um, shout out to Travis Vallejo, man. I used to send. Uh, I love that dude. I used to send that dude. I was. I used to go by the name Blacksmith. I still do. Some people still call me Blacks, whatever, and like, I would just send them shit just because I wanted to get on it. And like, I did my first show, or I was, I got a last minute addition to a show at Club Manhattan, which is when like, still black. Yeah, like, you know, they had Friday night, which was nigga night, and like, you would go. <laughs> no, I, that's what we affectionately called it. That was nigga night. And like, and I did my first show, and like, it was cool, but. And, and um, in my first show in Salt Lake, and I used to do a couple spots at Bogies. I did Five Monkeys, you know. So I did uh, Brewskis up at Ogden. So, but it it just wasn't. I still I still make beats. I still write rhymes. I don't freestyle as much as I used to. But I mean, like, I, I do it because I, I I legit love it. I mean, like, it was the first. I my mom still has my uh, first rap that I ever wrote, which was I was five years old. And like my first beatbox, she's she knows my first my first beatbox. So it's like hip hop is a huge part of me growing up in Los Angeles. And what was it? What what can you remember as um, being like? I guess like one of the first songs or what? Like one of the first experiences that you were like, yeah, I like this. I like hip hop a lot. Or... Well, it was, it was primarily my pops. <clears throat> my pops were um, when I lived in L.A. Uh, Dad used to. Was a was a club promoter in yeah. the '80s, in the '90s, and so like you know, he he would we would work at the bank by day, and then he'd be this uh, promoter on the weekends, and you know he he'd take me backstage, and I'd see all these rappers, you know, and singers. I got a chance to see Joe to see Joe to see Troop Full Force. I'm <laughs> like yo, like I'm talking like that shit. Yeah. Um, he he used to book Jamie Foxx real shit. He used to book Jamie Foxx as a as a uh, he used to just play piano right. and he would kind of like host the show in between and tell jokes and sing and sing on on, on the piano. And so I see wow. I see, um, all right. I saw I remember uh, meeting Rex and Effects. Uh, that was like a cool experience. So I mean like I just remember growing up and that was when the new jack you know the new jack swing was like a big part of hip hop at the time. Uh, when Rex and Effects, Teddy Riley was coming with that that New Jack style. So, and then, um, but he also had the chance to book like West Coast, West Coast acts. You know, nothing like I mean, nothing great like Ice Cube or anything like uh, and like. But I mean, just like a lot of the West Coast gangster scene. But that's it's never really been my scene. I lived in Inglewood. I saw a lot of fucked up shit as a kid, and so when I hear gangster rap, this is like I'm not. It just kind of misses me because I'm like, all right, I get that. It's not. I don't want to be reminded of that shit. But um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I it's get like, it. yeah, it's just like for me, it was super fucking traumatic. So like, um, what, 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 like what? When it comes to hip hop, as far as artists are concerned, like what would you say? Like for me, for example, like for myself. Well, who who would you say would be like when when comedy wasn't like the thing? What would I don't even care for a top five or a top three or anything, yeah. but what style? Was it East Coast boom bap? It was probably boom bap just because I, I love lyrics. I mean, like, okay. I mean, like, I, I, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Pac, love Ice Cube, love NWA, love all that West Coast heavy synth lead and that, that deep bass sound that we all love. Love it because I grew up with it, you know. As soon as you hear it, you want to start just walking, get your walk on, whatever. Like, I love that music to the day I die. Snoop, Exhibit, all that, the licks, uh, fucking Defari, Feel the Ag, like, all that shit. I love that shit. But, I mean, like, I was always just about, like, lyrics. And, um, you know, I, I listen to a lot of Cool G rap. A lot of, yeah. a, a lot of Big Daddy Kane. I think Cool G Rap's underrated. He's always been underrated. I mean, like anybody who can kill 16 bars with a fucking lisp is, <laughs> with a lisp, <laughs> with a lisp, with a lisp, with a, with a wooden leg, yeah. and a li with a lisp, and a fucking shark-eating arm. How do you kill 16 bars with a fucking lisp? And you people take you seriously. I, I people take you seriously. Even. Like, I mean, that. Sounds like mean, you have autism. Yeah, I mean, like, so I grew up on that shit. Um, Jay-Z, I still love. Nas, I still love. Um, like, I bought all their albums religiously. I yeah. mean, I was, and see, I was I was into making beats so much that I always bought the albums. I read the credits, you know, so, like, and that was, that's really what kept me going. Like, the lyrics, but it was also the producers. I was always big. Um, one of my favorite albums is in, like, is because like everybody's fucking on it is Funk Flex Big Cap The Tunnel like a lot of people don't remember that album it's such a sick album because it has everybody on it I mean you get fucking you get early Eminem on it with Dr. Dre you get uh, Method Man and Red Man with, uh, with the Rockwaller producing um, you get you get BG, Cash Money, Lil Wayne, Manny Fresh, they got a song on it. You got LL rhyming over like a damn near premiere beat. Um, you got you got Biggie on there. You got a Biggie and, and Tupac freestyle on there. You got a Mary J. Blige song. You got a Lil Kim song. You got like some Philly niggas on there. Like it, that's that's Jesus one of my favorite. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have to look that shit up. That's, a, that's actually a legit album. Like, just What's it called again? Funk, Flex, uh, Funk Master Flex and Big Cap The Tunnel. It came out in like, I wanna say 99, Big Tunnel? Uh, no, The Tunnel. The Tunnel, The yeah. Tunnel. That was a dope album. I'm gonna have to crab that. I mean like, but I remember I used to- I said to crab by the way, not crab. Yeah. Uh, and this is, oh yeah, DMX is on there, uh, Jadakiss is on there, and this is like when all those all those camps was taken off, right? You know, and um, so I listened to a lot of stuff like that. But I remember I used to listen to a lot of Timbaland, um, like of course Neptune's. Um, I was big into that. Um, I used to listen to a lot of hieroglyphics. Nice. Um, probably the album that's that never has that has never left my CD changer. I have a six disc CD changer in my car. It's never left. It's disc number three, uh, hieroglyphics full circle. It, wow. It's from 2003. I was gonna say I love that album. That's that's 
It's honestly a real. It's got a scratch on like tracks. It's got scratches on between 12 and 14, but like. Uh, That's how real you know, ladies and gentlemen. When you know the, it, you know, there's a couple of uh, fuck. Yeah. You, you, when you hit fucking 13, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. But like, I, I love lyrics though, you know, yeah. and I love be, I love good beats, good good lyrics. One of my favorite, like honestly, one of my favorite MCs. And, you know, everyone's going to say, you know, everyone always says Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, uh, Pac, Rakim, Fuji Rap. One, this would be my unsung hero. Pep Love from Hieroglyphics. Like, if you listen to the way, if you listen to the way that that dude puts words together, it, his flow, his cadence, and the fact that he's very, he's very articulate, his breath control. Pep Love is, in, in my opinion... I'm not gonna say one of the greatest MCs because that would be just fucking stupid. And that would be I'd be a victim of hyperbole, but um, I will say on that album, Full Circle, his verses are hard to touch. They're very hard to touch. I mean, just he's he's completely in control of the microphone. You know who I would equate, who I would say in the same breath with that, as far as like since we're doing it like that. I would say Elzai. Elzai Slum Village. Oh, SV. Like, oh my God. And he was the greatest addition when Jay, when when Dilla left. I mean, like, God, and ah, that's what that's who I'm his like, album. That's who, that's who my guy would be. Yeah, and his album, um, what was it? What he did a soul, his first solo joint. He did the, well. He dropped that mixtape of Ilma, the Illmatic joint yeah. or whatever. He covered all the songs, which was which was which sick. Was sick shit. And but then, he did his own album, and there's a song on it called "The Science." Listen to that song. It's so fucking sick. I mean, like. Elzai, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, of, no, but but I, that's that's the thing. Fonte, we got. I, I got to bring up Fonte. Fonte Tigolo, Tigolo, Tigolo. Little brother in general. God. My fucking brother-in-law. He didn't. He he had, he had not heard a little brother, and uh, uh, he's from Tennessee. And I was like, oh my God, have you yeah. not? I was like, damn, little brother, damn near ch- fucking changed a, a a little bit of the fucking underground mixtape oh, game they, when they came they, out with their oh, shit. Knife wonder, knife wonder. Because they incorporated crisis. comedy even. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fonte's uh, sketches were fucking hilarious when he when he's talking about uh, one of five. Yeah, the, the minstrel show. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, the minstrel show. Yeah, I mean like that. That's the kind of hip hop I like, where where it's almost like puts you in a certain mood. I mean like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love I love listening to. To all the new shit. Who doesn't? That, that's right. You Who know, doesn't? like when you are trying to, in, when it's two a.m. or one a.m. and you're trying to get some pussy, you that you want to hear two yeah, chains. Yeah, you want to hear yeah, two chains. Yeah. You try to smash vagina. Vagina yeah. only. Vagina only sings to two chains. Yeah. Two o'clock in the and, morning. And, and, and McDonald's and sometimes Bethel's yeah. if if it's acting right. And put on some Trey songs where I don't give a shit. Yeah. What a dick. You know, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Trey songs with his ass talking about Mr. Studio Girl. What a, what a dick. That's, That's a the, dick. I mean, have you heard the lyrics to that song? Which one? Mr. Studio Girl. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, like, how do you even, like, introduce like, yourself? Yeah. Like, hey, 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 what's up? This hey, is my yeah. friend, Mr. Studio Girl. Hey, <laughs> no, I know. He's funny. He's weird. He's, huh. Hey, what up? Uh, yeah, that's me. You know what I mean? 
And now, and now he's doing a tour with Chris Brown. Yeah, perfect. The, the, sounds, it sounds perfect. The Mr. Studio Girl and Beat Your Girl Tour. The, the Mr. Studio Girl, Beat Your Girl Tour yeah. is in effect. Yeah. If he's coming to your city, he's going to uh, Schenectady, New York. Uh, Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatchewan. Uh, Missoula, Montana. I've done shows in Missoula, man. Yeah. Is I, Missoula all right? Missoula's cool. Like, I did, like, four Is it shows. cool or is it cool? Don't they be got, weird they got, about they got, it. They got, they got bitches there, man. Wow. And, I, and right. I mean, like, I mean, like, when I say bitches, I, I mean, like, like, like misogynistic. Uh, when, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, they got some, they had some deaf talent up there, and I just <laughs> that's talent. Like, it's fun on the road, man. Like, oh my god, perfect, perfect. Oh, that's too much. You have, a good, you have a good time on the road, and it's uh, how's the road? How do you, how you love it? Because I, uh, the, well, how do you love it? How do you love it? Well, I mean, like, there's some opportunities you get to do these gigs where you got to drive to some shitty city. But uh, the Montana run was fun. We did Billings, Butte, Mo uh, Missoula, and uh, what the hell was the name of that place? Kalispell. Yo. Kalispell, Montana. It's like northwest Montana. And Montana's a huge fucking state. I will tell you right now, they have now... <laughs> Missoula has some talent, but Kalispell, like that's some that's some next level shit. I don't they manufacture fine women there. Like I don't they just keep them on <laughs> they keep them under wraps like it's some Resident Evil shit. I don't know like that. Don't let her out. Don't Yo, like for real, don't like no no no, Brian, don't let her out. I got up there. No, I know, but she's but she's okay. She's okay. I'm alright. I'm alright. I'm alright. No, you're not fucking leaving. There's <laughs> fucking two black dudes from fucking Salt Lake City, Utah, out there. I know, coming but to, they're so. But coming they're, to way laced so, vagina. But they're so. But they're so. But they're so. They're so. Shut the fuck up and get back in your cage. Well, damn. I mean, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know you got down like that. I didn't know. I, I'm just. I'm just talking for people from Kalispell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. I'm I not mean, putting women in cages. It's cool, man. I mean, like, man, it, I have. I have respect. I have class. I mean, like, I just like to let them roam free. I mean, <laughs> you know. Like I said, I'm. I'm do a, you do voices? I do voices. Oh yeah, I do voices. What's your impressions? I don't never. I don't do impressions. I mean, like, I don't do famous people. I just do people that I know. Like, I mean, like that. You know, like I do my mom. I do my uh, my my dad. You know, uh, my uncles, and just people I like. My, my my drama teacher from high school. Like, I mean, just like random. I like shit. to. I li I'd like to interview your drama teacher from high school. I can't do that one, but. Uh, I would like to interview someone right now, really quick. Couple questions. All right. Um, like, just who, who am I interviewing? Um, oh, wow. fuck. <laughs> all right, all right, you're... Uh, what's up, man? What is going on? I'm Peter McLeish. I represent fucking Ukraine, yes, the Ukraine. Ukraine? Yes. Uh, that's, uh, that's long, that's far away from here, but, Utah. But it is good, it is good to be here. You know, there's shit going on in the Ukraine. And everyone's talking about the Crimeas, and but I represent for all my Ukrainian niggas out here. Isn't Ukraine just like um... it's baby Russia? So now I'm breaking character. I can't do it. Oh God damn it! I can't. I can't oh. keep. I can't keep up this shit. Oh, so what? So you, so do you don't do improv? Oh, I do a lot of improv. Like well, that I, was improv. I mean, like I do. Like, all right. Here's how it started. It went, it went from 
Like the, yeah, what made you laugh first? What, what, what's this whole thing? What's this whole like, thing about? What, right, why, here, why, why is this? Here's your, here's you a class clown? I was never really a class clown, but I used to date this girl when I was in third grade who had braces. And I was all about it. I thought she was the cutest <laughs> thing in the world. And I, used, and I used to make her laugh a lot. And she uh, she was really self-conscious about her braces. But uh, she I remember when she told me, she's like, I like you because you don't make me think about my braces. Because normally when she would, uh, she would laugh, she would cover her mouth. But when I would make her laugh, she would just laugh, you know? And so that's kind of when I realized, oh, like, all right, well, maybe I'm kind of funny. And so I never really was like, a, I was a class clown, I was, but I was really just kind of a kickback dude who was more observant. And uh, it was just never my style to just be a, like a true class clown. I never got in trouble for anything like that. My parents always had a weird rule, like if it's funny, then you can't get grounded, you know? So I'd fuck up in school, but they, like, they'd be like, well, what did he do? And then they'd tell this hilarious story, and my dad would be like, all right, fine, I'll take care of it. And then he gets in the car, like, that shit was fucking hilarious. No TV for like 10 minutes, good job. You know, like, that was funny. So, I don't know, just, uh, comedy has is, is been therapeutic, cathartic for me because of just some of the shit that I've had to experience. Um, and it's a, it's a way for me to deal with it, uh, deal with the things that I've gone through. I've, I've, I've had two tours in Iraq. I've lost many friends to suicide and the war in Iraq. I've lost, you know, I've, we've all lost somebody. So I'm not gonna. This is not a pity party for me. But I've had a divorce. I've had, I'm a I'm a parent of a seven year old child and who I love to death. And and so like. All that shit, there's a, there's a way that I deal with it, you know? Like, I was going to therapy. Uh, I remember one of my friends committed suicide, and I was going to therapy for a long time. That shit taught me, like, all these great defense mechanisms. Therapy fucking helps, bro. It, it helps, and it, but it taught me more of the defensive. Yeah. Like, oh, how to defend yourself from these anxiety attacks and panic attacks, which I do get. And... But stand-up was a more of a, a, more of a way for me to go on the, the offense side, yeah, and just and 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 confront it. So when I'm on stage, I, I I acknowledge and I address anything that may be bothering me personally. And I mean, so there's there's definitely an authenticity to it. Like I will flat out tell you how I feel about uh, you know a, a certain situation that's going on in my life and. And, and that, I think that's probably why I, going back to what, what made me switch over to, from hip-hop to comedy was, I mean, with, let, let, let's be honest, hip-hop is based off of an image, it's very braggadocious, and it's, it's not a lot of, I'm not saying that a lot of, not a lot of people tell the truth of what's really going on with them. Right. Because, it, you know, it, they're, they're almost, it seems like rappers are afraid to, to almost own their emotions and own their own their feelings. I mean, Drake gets a lot of shit, but I will give the dude credit because he at least fucking owns his owns his own feelings. Totally agree with that. Sorry for the bar. Ah. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll just keep it going. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Uh, you were talking about Drake and how people hate. Yeah, on people. Him. Yeah, people give Drake shit all the time. You know, and I get it. 
He's light skinned. I get it. He's from Canada. <laughs> I get it. But it's, he supports the battle team too. And I'll yeah, say that. Yeah. Continue with And his name. first name is Aubrey. I get it. Like there's a lot of things. Like and he came from a Jewish family. Like it, it, yeah. But the dude, I digress. Yeah. But the dude is at least honest with himself. And like, I don't disagree with you at yeah, all. It's like, it's like I, I would rather hear like I don't like. Cool is great that we turned up and you know. Whistling Dixie back in middle school, you was getting head on the ten speed. That's two chain. Uh, but I mean, like, and it's great that that that's going on in your life. Right. But I mean, I'd rather know what's going on with you as a person. So I try to make that connection with the audience and tell them, like, just relate to them. I, I don't, I don't plan to become some big celebrity. I just want to be me, be able to pay my bills on time, hang out with my son. Watch a football game. Watch my fucking Raiders lose every goddamn Sunday because it ain't worth a goddamn thing. And watch my L.A. Kings dominate. And then watch the Lakers be mediocre. I mean, that's that's all I want to do in life. And as long as I can pay my bills, tell jokes, and make people laugh, I'm good. I mean, and I think that's what allows me to relate to the audience. I like, I, 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 I want to expand just really momentarily here about at least about rappers, because like, I mean, I'm actively still rapping or yeah. what have you. And Dope shit. We, we, was, we was bumping the shit on the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I want to touch on what you were just saying about being vulnerable in music. And I fucking, I've been rapping for 10 years, man, and I just barely found my voice. Yeah. Barely. It take and it takes. And you can hear it. Yeah. Because I literally like, I'm just like, I just don't care. Uh, ah, it's a wet, bad way to say it because you guys, you guys aren't gonna uh, understand me. How do I say this? I got, I want to articulate this very well. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just so more uh, focused on writing what is literally coming out of my head and heart combined with yeah. a little bit of an edit involved, yeah. rather than writing what comes off of my head to appease what you think you what I think you'd like right does that make sense no it makes 100% no I I still have my old shit in the car like my very old shit and it's all circa 2002 2001 and I I remember my voice at the time when I was writing for what people I I thought what people wanted to kind of hear and then and those songs are just comical to me because I'm like, God, Jay, you don't even mean this shit. And then, and then I sit there and listen to some of their songs that are that are just brutally honest. There's one song I wrote um, called "Can't Let Go," and I did this maybe like five, six years ago. Uh huh. And this was like when I was kind of making a quasi quasi return. I did an EP that I never put out. But it's still, to, to this day, I say it's my most honest song I've ever written. Yeah. Because it's just, it's so brutally honest, and it, and it still holds up. I, 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 and I accurately depicted what was going on in my life and kind of still what goes on with it and what I right. struggle with. And it, it's, it's and, that, and, that's, and that's my jam, you know? Like, I fucking listen to it, I'm like, fuck. And, and so, and, and I'm proud of that song whether people like it or not because it's just like it's 
Well, you may not like it, but it's fucking true. What do you say to that? Yeah, it's like, what do you, yeah, exactly. But we all know, we're all, you know, some people are in this business to make money, and not a lot of people want to hear about your feelings all the fucking time. They want to turn up, they want to go out to the club, they want to, you know, just do something stupid. And it, that's fine, too. No, that no, is no, fine. No, 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 look. Look, look. I, 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 you, you, you're hitting it right on the head as far as, like, look, fucking just don't lose yourself. Yeah. Okay? Like, that, I think that's what the biggest point of this matter is. Uh, Look, I'm, I'm, we're, I, I feel like at this point of, the, of this particular podcast, what we're talking, who the main audience for this particular point uh, is, is artists that are, whether it's your fucking painting, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Fucking, I don't know, uh, sidewalk art, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But whatever it is that you happen to take up, whether you're a hairstylist or a, a barber, a, a comedian, what, a rapper, singer, just don't lose yourself within the process because you have a vision to make money. The reason why is because you are going to literally lose yourself and not make money. Yep. I 100% agree. Now, granted, you could be a comedian and just not make money, period. <laughs> but, but at the same time, every time I step out on stage, I know I'm I big. feel like it's a really good time for comedy, though. It is a good time, but, I mean, this is not a good time for our wallets. I mean, it's, it's uh, like, but every time I step out on stage, I want to make sure that I'm being true to myself. Right. You know? Like, it, it's a... Like, I did a set, like, I wish, like, I was trying to, like, delay my set so you can get there, but um, I did I did more of a rehearsal for the Seattle competition. Yeah. And then just did some shit that was on my mind. I went up and talked about this whole Marvel thing that's going on. Marvel's releasing, like, nine movies that's about the shit on everything. We'll be, you know, we'll be watching Marvel comic movies till the year 2047, you know, like... They have a plan for everything, and I think it's amazing. I was like, this isn't even a joke, but I'm just going to talk about it. And I ended up discussing it, and it actually ended up being pretty funny. Yeah. And so it, that, that actually worked out cool to me. And um, But I, I talk about who I am. I'm boring. I don't go to the club. A lot of people ask me. We were talking about that. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I'll never forget. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right, I did a show uh, when Mike Epps came out here the first time. I ended up opening for him. And we all went to uh, fucking Club One. And, like, I didn't roll with his entourage. I was like, yeah, I'll just meet you guys there. And so, like, he's like, you got us? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I walk up in the club. Like, I know a couple people there at the, at the front. And I'm just like, yeah, um, I'm Jay. And they're like, who are you? I'm like, I don't know. You know, here's my identification. And I said, I got my, I got Mike Epps with me. Can we get like a table? And they're like, sure. Are you gonna need one? I'm like, no, because I'm probably just gonna be here for 15 minutes. So we get the table. I remember like in, you know, this is club one. It's all packed in. Everybody bodies on top of bodies, and fucking. Um, next thing you know. 30 shots of Patron <laughs> happened, to, happened to appear out of nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> and uh, this fuck, uh, I, look at, I look at Mike like, dude, I didn't order this. You know, 
You got this? Oh, like, no. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, I could pay for my, my shot. Like, I, I'd be. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. And he, and he just looked at me. He said, he said, nigga, like, you had a great show. Ball out. Just like, I, he's like, I got you. I mean, but he's like, just calm down. Because I was, like, nervous as fuck. Because I'm like, I ain't no, I ain't, I'm not going to be paying for 30 shots of fucking Patron. I'm not, I'm not doing that on a comedian's quote unquote salary. Right. <laughs> And so, but I mean, like, I'm not a big clubber. Like, I'm not a bottle popper. I'm a bottle, I'm a water bottle opener. That's what I am. It's yeah. Like, I'm sitting there drinking. Um, I did have a party with Charlie Murphy, and that's just fucking fun. And that is legit fun. Um, I recommend if you ever get the chance to party with Charlie Murphy, please do it. Uh, Charlie Murphy has, out of comedians, has probably one of the best freestyles ever. I have to find the footage, but there's about three minutes of me, uh, Freeze Love, who's his, who's his opener of his road dog, and Charlie Murphy freestyling at a drive-thru in Taco Bell in West Valley. That's fucking perfect. It's fucking, it's actually pretty, like, he got flow. He's, he's rhyming over uh, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Kind of All right. Yeah. All right. But, but Charlie Murphy, like, the way that he's always, he's aggressive with his flow, man. He just wants, he just wants to kill everybody on everything. Yeah, because he's just, he's, he's always about a comedy. Well, I hear how Neil Brennan talks about him, and I, I heard him. Are oh, you listening to Champs? Yeah, I listen to Champs, Champs all the time. Champs, that's a dope podcast. Yeah, yeah. I listen to Champs. My, all that's time. actually a, 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 a small goal of mine. You get on the Champs? Yeah, because they primarily request, you yeah, know, yeah. they want black comedians yeah, yeah. on there. So like, if I can make the Champs, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I want to be. We're gonna we're gonna fit, close this out here in a moment, but yeah. I want to I want to hear. Uh, look, because uh, we're podcasters. I love I I love I love I listen to podcasts. Fucking. All. What are some of your favorites? What are fucking what are, what are the podcasts that you listen to on the regular? Um, definitely the Champs, just because it helps me with my my craft. I mean, like. Because you get to hear, I mean, they primarily interview black comedians on there. They did interview Jose Canseco. Listen to that interview. I fucking have. Yeah, and he, how he talks about uh, fucking Madonna and shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Fucking hilarious. Um, and then the, the Sasha Gray episode. Like, The Champs were probably my number, like, my number one just because that's a, that's a podcast that I aspire to get on. Um, and also, it's kind of helped me uh, shape my, my career. Career because because good, good advice because well yeah because it, it's not just like there's different types of black comedians on there it's not just like you have the Afyon Crockett episode recently was exactly. really good too um, Afyon Crockett they have you know uh, you can tell almost like he was getting a little irritated with some of Neil's questions yeah it's there's there's so many great and Ari Spears that Ari episode Spears, was crazy Tony Rock and the Chris Rock episode if you listen to Chris yeah. Rock if you're if you're an artist like. Whatever kind of artist you are, listen to the Chris Rock episode, and you will want to work hard at whatever. Like, cause I mean, you you realize how lucky you are to be an artist, and like. Well, if you're and also with that, I'm gonna compound that. If you're an artist that thinks that the world's against you, listen to the Ari Spears episode. Oh God, and he, I've I've never. The first time I saw Ari Spears was at, at was at Wise Guys. Uh, this was a, this was before I was a comic. This is this is in 2010. I went on a double date with my homie Eflex, and uh, uh, shout out DJ Eflex. He's, he's spectacular. But this was a long time ago, and we went on a fucking double date. Fucking Aerie Spears crushed that room. 
And when I say crushed it, just crushed it, annihilate. He stopped the show for about 30 seconds just so the audience can compose themselves. Like, I fucked up a room for maybe 10 seconds. 10 seconds is, is still a long time to fuck up a room. Yeah. 30 seconds for a room to recover. Because you're laughing that Because the walls are fucking yeah, breathing I mean, like, and shit. Like, I mean, like, I, like, I remember as Eflex, he will tell you, that show, we were fucking dying. Like, I mean, like, I was like, this is it. This is how I'm going out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I want to, I, I aspire to be that good. Listen to that Harry Spirits episode. That's anyway, so what are the podcasts? Um, let's see. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I get off track. I no, get, so do I. I get super passionate. I don't give a fuck. Um, I do the same thing. I don't know if he still does it. Um, um, another comedian, Maranzio Vance. Uh, he's a great comedian. Um, lives out of LA. I forget the fucking. I forget what. His How do you spell it? I want to look it up. Maranzio, M-A-R-O-N-Z-I-O. Vance, V-A-N-C-E. Yeah. Okay, I want to look it up. Yeah, he's. A, he's. A, I forget the name of it, but I used to listen to it a lot. That was a. Good, that's a good one. It's just him talking, but he's. He's a great. He, He's, he's great at ranting and he has a, he's, 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 uh, he's very articulate, he's very, uh, he knows what he wants to say. Uh, one of my, uh, my all-time favorites, Monday Morning Podcast, Bill Burr. It, 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 Bill Burr, for those who don't know, is a great comedian. Listen, I just keep working on, these motherfuckers keep working on my fucking house downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be as good as Bill Burr, as great as he is. I mean, Louis C.K. gets a lot of the props, obviously, because he's Louis. And I get that, because Louis just goes into a basement and forges comedy like a fucking blacksmith. But Bill Burr, for me, is incredible, because he does the Monday Morning Podcast, which is about an hour and some change. And it's all funny, and you're just like, how is this guy burning through an hour? Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm I'm got my I got my I'm holding my book right now that I write my jokes in, one of them, and you know maybe in here is maybe a new thirty, maybe a new thirty minutes, you know, and it's like and it's taken me a long time to get there, so it's like. He said on his on the most recent podcast about Ebola. He said, "I did you listen to the last one? Uh-uh. Oh my God!" He said. So I, uh, hold on, let me do my best, Bill Burr. You know, I think that I think that the Cincinnati Bengals are more like the, or no, I feel like Ebola is like the Cincinnati Bengals of diseases. They always make it, and then they fall off at the end. That's actually a pretty decent Bill Burr. <laughs> But then he was it was so funny when he was saying I was like because he because he always uses team references yeah well because he's such a sports I man. know fuck I and what well, well, uh, have you ever seen his video whenever you get in the ball game yeah. as soon as you get the pick as soon as you when the clubhouse responds mm. to what the quarterback really needs that's when you know that you can make it in the National Football League that's 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 <laughs> Bill Burr Bill Burr that he's that's him I love that podcast you said, I listen to him every morning have you seen every that Monday twelve morning. minute clip of when he's like just in Philadelphia yeah in Philly oh Jesus yeah. Christ Hell if you're yeah. listening right now like after this podcast is over go watch this video this YouTube Bill Burr Philadelphia rant yes you might even just type in Bill Burr Philadelphia and it'll pop up right there that's when so look that, that's a really good example of somebody that when you're getting has heckled. been working really hard he was working really hard he still wasn't Patrice was way ahead of him as far as like I mean look Bill Burr was doing a great job as far as he'll, he admitted it a thousand times over 
that was his big break. Somebody fucking pulled their phone out and taped him and filmed him rather. Fucking because uh, he was getting shitting on the crowd because yeah. he was getting booed. He started with his bit. He had he was uh, I think it was like four bits in, and then he was like, you know what? Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck fucking you guys. You guys worship a fucking tr- statue that's not even a real, real character. character. Yeah, because they're too fucking racist. You, you, they worship these like he's making fun of them because Philly worships this, put a statue of a Rocky Balboa, but they're too fucking racist of a city to honor Joe Frazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he calls him out. He's like, I hope you all fucking die in yeah. your Randall Cunningham jerseys. I hope you all get fucking. <laughs> Cancer, you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. And he goes, 12 more minutes of this shit. Yeah, I'm not done. No, I'm not done. No, that, that, yeah, hell yeah. So that's fucking awesome. Anyway, so Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Um, let's see. Um, another one that I like is uh, Kevin Smith. I always like Kevin Smith. Uh, I forget the name of it. Kevin Pollock? No, Kevin Smith. Uh, you know, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Um, oh, Kevin Smith's. Um, I've been meaning to add that when I haven't. Another good one is Girl on Girl with Aisha Tyler, uh, who's one of my favorite comics. A lot of people may recognize her as the voice of Lana on Archer. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Aisha Tyler, I had a chance right. to meet her and work with her. Um, when she's I was, pretty funny. She's, she's funny and she's beautiful. She's tall. Oh, God damn. Like, Aisha Tyler. I'll have her. You know, I, 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 I ain't been with a black woman since. Salt Lake Olympics, so uh, <laughs> it's a long time. Anyway, it is a long time. Um, that, that's another good one. Um, and then my favorite Geek Show podcast, right? I right, gotta shout out. My gotta bring it home. All right, right. gotta shout out. Five time, five time winning uh, best podcast in Salt Lake City, and um, I did win. Bit like I'm gonna toot my own horn here. Five time best uh, best podcast in Salt Lake City, which features. Uh, the the award-winning myself, best-winning stand-up comic. All right. No, 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 no. I, uh, honestly, yeah, I'm well aware. I just gave out my own credentials and my own awards. I'm a douche. I get it. But yeah, I'm, you're a faggot. But, um, here's the thing. But I'm proud of what I did. Okay? <laughs> proud of. I, and no, I couldn't, that's and great. I couldn't. I couldn't do it without Salt Lake City. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, no, it's not. Uh, uh, here's the thing. Um, no, I'm just playing. Um, my favorite podcast that I listen to, my, I don't know what it is right now, but like about last night with Adam Ray and Brad Williams is killing me right now. What, what's I, the one? That's a, that's a, I've heard of that one. What's the one with the, uh, uh, Kamal Bell? Kamal, he, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't gone to his that, podcast. He has one. That's another one. That's the one. I'm sorry, but no, yeah. I have But the ones that I regularly listen to. Um, are uh, Kevin Pollock's his um, his chat show about last night with Adam Ray and Brad Williams, but, uh, Monday morning podcast with Bill Burr, Joe Rogan Experience, um, uh, the Man Show with Brian Callen, uh, because on that show he only has you know, uh, academics on it, and it's literally like it's like. She's very, very informative, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a fucking nerd. I fucking love that shit. Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Again, those podcasts are like five hours long, and that goes through like my whole day sometimes. Like when I'm working, like I can, yeah. I, and I have that luxury. I can do that. Yeah. See, I, I can't get into them. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't listen. I can only listen to so much. Yeah. And well, because one, I, for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find my own voice. Yeah. And so like. 
I had to take a break from Bill Burr. From you know, I, I take these Bill Burr breaks. I take these Ronzio Vance breaks. I take these Adam Carolla breaks, just because I don't want to start ranting and or, or just sounding like it. So it's just like, do you find yourself doing that? Because I don't see now, that at all. Every, I like I don't. I, I love. Go ahead. Every now and then. I mean, really? I had the um, when, when I, I find that so weird when people say that. Even it, when on these podcasts when they talk about like I don't I don't watch I don't watch I don't watch fucking I don't I don't watch fucking stand up specials because I fucking find myself. Oh, no, no. Like, well, no, I mean, like, the stand-up specials I'll watch because you'll want to see, but it's just, like, when you when when it becomes routine, like, yeah. every week. Like, a stand-up special I'll totally watch. You know, like... In a, your mom's house with uh, Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, but, I mean, like, when I, when I continuously start listening to them, like, every yeah. week, you know, like, you might... I remember. Um, God damn, I don't see myself. Yeah, I, I know. And some people like, I'm, and it's not to say that I'm easily influenced. It's just like, it's not that. I was, I was just. You're not I, the only one. I, I was. Mean, I'm what? I'm barely four years into doing comedy, and so I, I mean, I still haven't even really found my voice yet. I see what you're saying. You know, and so it's like I'm trying to just give myself like, experience things in small doses. Like I remember when I when I first discovered Hannibal Burris is one of my oh, favorites. Oh Jesus! And it, his first album, My Name Is Hannibal, he's talking about metal arms and shit. And I, what about his bit about? Um, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you're comments. good. You're good. When uh, when he's talking about um, prayer. Yes. And he's like, he's like, listen, hold on, I'm gonna do my best album for us. Ah, all right. Oh my god. All right. Well, my family. Ah, hold on. My family goes through a situation. Sometimes. Oh shit! I'm fucking it up. You are fucking. I'm it up. bombing all so like, hard. You are fucking. I'm, you are I'm fucking, fucking, it up. I'm fucking it up. But he talks about like the like prayer doesn't do shit, and that if you just make me a sandwich, that would be better. Yeah. And don't put me in your thoughts, cause I know what the fuck you've been thinking about. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> when people say I'll pray for you, he's like, ah. So you ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. So you're not gonna do shit then. Now anyway, keep going. Though. No, I love. I love Hannibal, and like, but I like his style of delivery. It's very calm and relaxed. Yeah. Whereas my style is more animated and, and slightly aggressive. And so, and, and, to go back to your point, and, and so like, I just didn't want to yeah. like. Doses, kinda, what you're saying? Doses. Yeah, I just didn't want to. And I remember I kind of went on this Hannibal phase where my my style kind of switched to a more relaxed, and I was very calm on stage. And it didn't and it didn't necessarily work for me. So. Like and it wasn't like I was trying to bite his style, but I was just trying different things out. And now I just like well, that happens in rap too. Though. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, everybody wants to, just, but it's. I mean, it, like rap is, is is so confused about what's trending. You know what? Like whoever. All right, fine. Remember the fucking auto tune phase? Jesus. <laughs> like, I remember it was like it was like Flo Rida did that song with T Pain, and next thing you know, like and then I'm in love with the stripper, and then next thing you know, T Pain was on every fucking thing. And then next thing you know, everybody was doing auto-tune shit. Like, unnecessary auto-tune shit. God. Uh, you know I mean, but, but it, and so it was like, I just, when I. Fucking, it, the industry was on go-go auto-tune. It was fucking, like, go, the fucking inspector. And that's kind of when I stopped listening. I mean, like, I still listen to hip-hop every now and then. Like, I listen to the, the people that I know I like. Common, Wu-Tang Clan, fucking, uh, I like Quali's uh, new joint. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty nice. Uh, that's yeah. And that's about it. You know, like I mean, I'll get into. Uh, I, I do like Action Bronson, Ghostface, like that shit. I like. 
Um, it, it's a small list. Yeah. And it's not to say that I'm not a hip hop fan anymore. It's just like, I'm just a 31 year old dude who's got a seven year old. And I can't have him listen to all that shit all the time because he tells his mother everything. And then. So there's that. Yeah. You know? How was, it, how was hanging out with dad? Well, daddy was playing music about the bitches again. <laughs> you know? So, whatever. But I. So I listen to a lot of. Actually, I listen to a lot of instrumentals. Like, um, I will play beats all day. That's perfect. Uh, like Jake One. Uh, oh uh, my god, he's white, so sick. Yeah, you know, uh, White Van Music. Yeah, I, yeah that, that instrument album is sick. Um, RJ, um, RJ, Alchemist just came out with a new Alchemist. Alchemist has puts out the best instrumentals. I feel like Alchemist is like the Louis C.K. of fucking producers. Well, because he grinds. He has like a new hour every. Day. He he makes anything, and and uh, I listen. Um, of course, I listen to all the Dilla beats that never made it. You know, like right. all, all the Dilla instrumentals. Um, one of my uh, another producer, I, I get a new Lark Professor. Uh, Primo, Primo's got those albums that he called Beats to, uh, that collected dust. They're, I mean, they're cool. They're cool to freestyle to, whatever. Um, Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder, of course. Crisis, who was like a who black milk. Black, well, black milk, dude. Black milk is probably one of the most. Okay, that would be definitely one someone I listen to. Um, when he did Album of the Year, Album of the Year was such a dope record. Tronic was a dope record. Like everything that. That that dude has put together, I'm, I'm like, I, I really love what he's Mr. Done. Porter. Mr. Porter's another great one. Um, he did, he did we can a, go on, we can go on, we can go, go on. on, we can go on. But I mean, like, I just, I don't forget what the fuck we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to, I want to bring this all together and wrap this up. I got one, I, one thing I want to tell you, because I, I, we've been uh, bantering back and forth, so on and so forth. You know. Honestly, I don't know if you've, if you've gotten the, the impression or what have you, but man, I really, I have yet to do one open mic, but I I am so, I'm writing bits, I'm writing sketches, um, I improv all the fucking time, but this, it, this is not anything new. I was doing this since I was like fucking like 12 years old. I mean, I, I did impressions when I was six. I fucking did a fire Marshall Bill impression. I fucking murdered it. I fucking I like, like I've always been a performer in that respect. And so, like from the aspect um, that I see that you're at right now and, and 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 what have you, I'm really happy about it. I'm really proud of you, and I hope to be nipping at your ankles in about two years. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's just I tough. Think, it's tough. I haven't even fucking done one yet, and I, I have like I have all these things that I want to fucking. You'll be fine though. You know, I, I mean, honestly, I I credit hip hop to my to quote unquote my success, like because when you're on stage emceeing, oh, you know, you're you have to have a commanding voice. You have to be articulate so everyone can hear the words that you're saying. Right. So I mean, like, so. Breath control is important, your articulation, your diction, all those play a factor in as to how you present yourself, your stage presence. So and all that, I fucking hip hop taught me that. You know what I mean? And so like so the transition was very easy. I just needed to learn how to write. And once right. I learned how to write, because that's what it really boils down to, can you fucking write a joke? Like not just five jokes, just a joke. 
you know, and so, it, and so that, but just the overall, the other, the, that stage presence, that, that overall command of a crowd and an audience, that shit was all hip hop. And like, I'm, ah. I, that's, you know what I mean? Like, it, cause it's, it's, when you, you know, think of an MC, an MC is a master of ceremony. And that's exactly what you are when you're up there. You are controlling the crowd. You determine whether they laugh. You determine, you're gonna, your whole object is to make them feel a certain way. You might want them to hate you, but it gets them to laugh. You know, right. you want them to you want them to evoke certain emotions. You want them to almost laugh out loud at something that they normally wouldn't laugh at. You you, you want to shock them. You want to you want to surprise them. And so and that it's it all goes back to emceeing. Yeah. So like I mean that, that's what I said. I, like hip hop hip hop helped me do comedy more than anything, and I'm grateful for it. Love hip hop. Straight up. Well, Jay, thank you so fucking much, man. You've done great. I really appreciate it. Let's do this again. Let's do it. I mean, like, shit, man. It's... Talk to you guys. I'd love to come on the Geek Show podcast. Yes, I would be down to do that. We need to talk Marvel. We need to talk anything. I mean, it's it, Marvel, DC, Arrow, Game of Thrones, whatever, Doctor Who, <laughs> Battlestar, Galactic, Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever the fuck is going on. That's yeah. what we talk about. But uh, Or even just sit down. I just love to come in, man. I, I want a, a big shout out. What's, what's the, what's the uh, website that people go check the Geek Show? Uh, I, I go on I go on TuneIn Radio. Video, but uh, it's an app for your Android and your uh, yeah. and your Mac or your fucking iPhone. Tune in is an app. Fucking just Great search app. and I fucking got. Uh, I'll show you right, motherfucking. Yeah. Now. I got Geek Show on my shit. So. Uh, nice. Uh, or Geek, Geek Squad rather. Geek Show. Geek no, Show. Right, right, right. Geek, 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 Geek Squad is a motherfuckers that fix your computer at Best Buy right, anyway, and um, look at all your porn. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they do look at all your porn. Trust oh me. my god. All all of it. All of it. Remember that shit you was downloading last Tuesday? No, I they don't saw. download porn. I don't download porn. Good, you're smart. My you por- stream my, that my, shit. My, my, por- my porn site of choice is xshare.com. Ain't nobody going to that I shit. Go, I do my shit on Tumblr, man. Tumblr. <laughs> Virus free. <laughs> Holy shit! I use it. I use it on my Mac, so I make sure I don't get a virus That's and shit. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Well, anyway, so uh, Geek Show. Geekshowpodcast.com. Check us out. Um, for those who have never heard of it, uh, if you guys if you guys are familiar with uh, the radio station X96 Radio from Hell, Carrie Jackson, who's Carrie uh, Bill and Gina, Carrie's the host of uh, Geek Show podcast. So that's that's his baby. So and we're. Uh, it's got everything you want on it. It's got a film critic, Scott B, uh, Pierce. Excuse me, a TV critic, Scott Pierce. Jimmy Martin, who's a, a film critic. You got my boy Shannon, uh, who's, who's a crazy-ass school teacher, who's, who's, who's a comedian in his own right. You got our producer, uh, Tony, who's the Mormon kid on the, on the podcast. You got Lee, who's a vegan. He owns his own restaurant, Frisch uh, Eatery, off of 1300 in Maine. Uh, excuse me, 1300 Estate. And uh, then you got me. I'm the black dude. That, that's, All right. that's my that's my job, but it's a cool show, and just want you guys to check it out, and just come see me when I'm at Wise Guys. Follow me on Twitter at Token J. And thank What's you. your next show? This is dropping tomorrow. Um, tomorrow morning. This is dropping tomorrow. Um, October 30th is when it's dropping. All right, well, so fuck it. Hey, plug some dates. I got. Let me see. My dates are. I, I'm all. They're all up in Seattle. I haven't booked anything. Who gives it's, a shit? I'll fucking maybe drive up. All right. Here. I'm just saying. Um, if you guys got people in Seattle, let's see. Um, Seattle. Wednesday, November 5th, I'll be at the Columbia City Theater. Uh, Thursday, November 6th, the Kingins Theater in Vancouver. Uh, Friday, November uh, 7th, Auburn Avenue Theater. Saturday, November 8th, the, Whit- uh, the Whitby Island Center for the Arts. 
Sundays, Emory's on Silver Lake, and then the Comedy Underground on Monday, November 10th. So I got a, I got a bunch of shows lined up in that Seattle, Washington area. What's your next special at Wise Guys? Um, I haven't booked it yet, but okay. I, uh, I look forward to doing something. I want to do something when I come back from Seattle. Because I know I have a lot to talk about. I like to do shows when I have a lot to talk about when there's stuff when there's something going on. So. Perfect. But thank you for everybody that's ever came to a show. I appreciate you. Thank you. Perfect. Hey, man. So this is how we end the show with the song that you picked. So what song am I going to find? What song do you want to close this out with? M.O.P. Annie Up. That's it. Secrets Pod Show. Episode 12. Jay Whitaker. Synchronize. Killing it. And the fucking Maxwell. Yep, that fool. Kidnap that fool! Keep going, motherfucker! Yeah, Keep going. This is the perfect time to see the nigga shining. Uh, Go and get the motherfucking uh, diamond. Uh, oh, that was my shit. That- Shut up.
I'm struggling off the old glow, and marijuana. I'ma do what I wanna. Quiet as kept, right? Yeah. Till I was quiet as trucks. This slow. Shit is inaccurate. 
Why is my why is my impression of a black guy's voice cooler than my own? This shit sucks. I'm like zero thug tendencies, man. Probably the most thuggish thing I ever did in my life was one time I went to the movie theaters, right? Paying for my ticket, you know. But I brought some outside food or drink up in that bitch, man. Got some gummy bears. I'm here to see Magic Mike.